You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. We're talking with Dr. Farood Hakim about V-Pacil, the new or not so new. I don't know how new it is, but it's uh, certainly been around. It's a VPS impression material by Voco. Pleasure to have you on the program again, Dr. Hakim. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Basically, VPS impression materials, as we all know, dominate the current market. They have largely replaced the market share held by materials like hydrocolloid, uh, polyether, and polysulfide categories. Their advantages include ease of delivery, accuracy, stability, uh, acceptable taste, to name a few. But like all dental materials, there's always room for improvement. And uh, Voco has come out with this product. It was designed to take much of the unpredictability out of what many consider one of the most stressful procedures we perform as dentists, which is the final impression. So uh, my first question to you is, what sets VPacil apart from much of the competition? So, you know, Phil, um, a big coup in dentistry has been digital scanning and digital impressions. But then when you look at the demographics, in the low teen percentages is the penetration of, of that form of impression uh, modality. And so a lot of folks will continue to use traditional impression materials. And so it's it can be a sticking sticking point for offices. It's often one of the more stressful procedures that they do because of the unpredictability, and that's where any material that has uh, advancement in the way it works or the benefits can really make a doctor's life a little bit easier. I would say the three big points with Vipacil is its moisture tolerance, its accuracy, and its strength, and we can build on all those in the follow-up questions. So when you talk about moisture tolerance, something our listeners want to learn more about, and that has to do with obviously a, a low contact angle, am I correct there? Exactly. You got it right on the money. Um, we know that silicone-based materials have been known to be hydrophobic, and that's just the nature of the beast. And then the more the formulation can amend that to reduce that aspect and make it more hydrophilic, presumably the better the material will um, integrate with the impression or the tooth, whatever you're trying to capture an impression of. Um, the measure of this is referred to the wetting angle, and Vipacil has an extremely low wet- wetting angle. This not only helps with the adaptation around a wet sulcus against a tooth interface, but it also comes into play uh, in regards to accuracy and adaptation of a gypsum pore. So at the end of the day, when we're doing an analog impression, we eventually have to turn that into a model. And so accuracy or reduction in accuracy comes into play both at the impression phase as well as the model pore phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two important factors for sure. And what do you mean when you say art setting material? Um, that kind of a catchphrase refers to its setting behavior and why you, it's really why you don't need to inventory both fast and slow set versions. It actually only comes in one version. So it's actually designed to be reactive to the warmth in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So the operator will have ample working time when they need it. If it's a simple single unit, they can go as fast as they want. That's when we normally use a fast set material. But if we're talking about a difficult case, a multi-unit situation, Often we would go to our slower setting materials. In this case, it's one material, which makes inventory much simpler. You have ample working time if you need it, but once the impression goes into the mouth, the material very rapidly catalyzes because, as we all know, we all live at 98.6, and that heat or that warmth helps the material, uh, the, the reaction go forward. Because of that, patients are happy because the impression trade doesn't need to unnecessarily sit in the mouth for minutes on end you're very quickly going to get to the point where you can remove it out of the mouth. Mm-hmm. 
That's excellent. And as far as the tear strength and the, just the strength of the material overall, how does that compare to other impression materials you've used? It's great. I mean, that's that's some of the handling characteristics that are important for all impression materials. When you take an impression out, you don't want the thinner areas to tear away. And when does that usually happen? Right at the critical area where it's a thin flash for the margin. Mm -hmm. You've done all your hard work to get some flash, but because it's thin or because perhaps it's stuck to the bottom cord that you've left, sometimes it tears at that one area. And so that's, you know, it's demise for us. Uh, secondly, the rebound, uh, you're bringing the impression out and it has to move past undercuts and long teeth and bulbous areas, but then it has to snap back into its accurate original position. Both of those factors are very good with this material. Excellent, excellent. Um, so you did talk about it uh, previously, but just uh, as a final question on Vipasil, um, how does this impact accuracy, this product? Yeah, so the, this uh, is related to that smart setting behavior as well, and it's probably the most important aspect of accuracy. Um, most impression materials have a linear setting behavior, whether that's a shorter fast set material or a longer slow set material. At the end of the day, they go through a phase where at first they're running, then the gelation starts around the critical anatomy, and then eventually it's set. So when a material is unforgiving, meaning the operator, the patient, might move during that critical gelation time, and if that's an expanded time, then that's a time where the material won't rebound back to accuracy. At the end of the day, when you take that impression out, it could look very good, and it will be undetected in accuracy. Unfortunately, you only find that out when you go to seat a restoration. It doesn't seat. Mm -hmm. So if they can uh, shrink that window, that snap set, that means there's just less time for things to go wrong, for things to go bump in the night, and you're less likely to have surprises. Yeah, that's and that's so important. Minimize what can go wrong is, is half the battle. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So using the right materials is, is certainly extremely important. Of course, technique and um, tissue management is, is a big factor. And that's something we can probably talk about on an upcoming uh, podcast. I mean, is there anything particular that you can add about tissue management using uh, this product? That's a perfect point. Um, the way I look at all of these start with good tissue management. So whether you're doing an analog or digital for that matter. Our impression materials can't get to a margin that's not exposed. Our cameras can't see them. So the tissue management is the precursor. Uh, we have kind of a saying amongst me and a couple of friends that some doctors are archers and some look for better arrows. And, and what we're talking about then is uh, the archer works on their technique. Mm -hmm. The person that looks for better arrows tries to buy something that will solve a problem. Right. My opinion is that you work on your archery, get your technique down as much as possible, but then if you have a material that works really well in all circumstances, and you kind of have the best of both worlds. You have good arrows as well. Yeah, that's well said. I love the metaphor. That's fantastic stuff. Thank you so much. I hope our listeners enjoyed this. It was, uh, it's a real pleasure to have somebody like Dr. Hakeem, an experienced clinician and teacher, educator on our program. And again, we'd be really happy to have you on future podcasts, Dr. Hakeem. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Phil. Look forward to it.